Hello, my Truth Clues audience. I hope you've been paying attention to the Truth Clues that life has been presenting you and keeping yourself safe. Tonight, I have my friend Amanda here, and we're going to discuss a few topics on the subject of why women stay in bad relationships. Hello, Amanda. How are you tonight? I'm doing good, Tammy. How are you? I'm fine. I'm glad that you're here to discuss this subject with me tonight. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I want to start off with my first question for you. And I just want to see your point of view on it, because as women, I figure we've at least one of us, one time, have been at least in one bad relationship, if not maybe more. My first question to you is, do you feel victims can struggle to see the severity of the abuse and the danger that they're in? I think that would be a good reference to the Gabby Petito case, because I don't think she had a clue of what she was in. Or she should, wouldn't have been running back and jumped in that van when she had police assistance. Right, right. I think the victim is blindsided to the abuser. Um, I feel that when you are the victim of someone that's being abused, you don't want to see it for that. I kind of um, wonder what culture has to play in it a little bit, too, because I think that some people feel like a, a really strong, abusive partner really taking control. They feel that that's really love, mistaking love for control and abuse. Yes, yes. It's like, you know, they... They can't see the fact that this person is keeping them from working a day job or leaving the house or not going somewhere without them. However, the victim's friends can point it out multiple times. Until the victim is ready to open their eyes and see, I don't think that those situations are going to change. In fact, I've even felt two points when you do talk to women about the possible abusive scenario that they can be in. It can be dangerous for you and yes. your friendship with them. Yes. Because they will turn on you like a viper. And if yes. you feel like, you know, you're saying something bad about their man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this goes across a lot of financial boundaries. I think that it can happen to anybody. Um, I know that on the male's part that it's financial stressors or something in their lives that make them unhappy and more violent. But women, why do they stay? I think that's a good point there. They don't realize they're in an abusive situation and it happens so subtly. By the time you're caught, you're almost like a spider in a web. Well, that and like at that point, you know, they leave you with nothing. They leave you with false hope. Like... They leave you not being able to care for kids if you have kids. Like, they really take that away from you by not letting you drive or not letting you go places without them. Definitely. It would definitely affect the quality of life for your children, too. Um, How could you, when people are supposed to be working, be two people doing everything together outside of the job? That's just not fathomable. It's not real. Okay, so let's move on to the second question. The second question would be, the victim lacks family, community, and church support. Oh, indeed. Like, when you're the victim, you don't want to let anybody know, like, Mm -hmm. what really is going on. 
I agree with that, and I think that social media has had a big fucking deal to do with that, too, because people are always trying to present themselves on social media as having such a Mm -hmm. really great life. Everything's beautiful here, folks. You know? Picture perfect. Exactly. Like Shanann Watts. Mm -hmm. And uh, who's, there was another one. Oh, even Gabby, you Mm -hmm. know, just portraying things. You know that that can't be real, but everybody buys into that idea for some reason. And I think that there is support out there. It's just shame that keeps you from seeking that support. But I think like rape, we just have to get to the point where we could admit what's going on and get over it. Mm -hmm. I mean, people get in bad relationships. Marriages break up. And we all have to recognize that not everybody's meant to be together. Right. And you just have to wake up, smell the coffee, and know when to leave. Because I think part of that is in staying too long, covering up too long, nurturing them too much, where they just take over your whole freaking life. Because that's what narcissists do. And then if you're like me, you marry a psychopathic narcissist, well, your shit's really shot to shit. True. That Uh, is never fun. Yeah. No, that's like living, (laughs) you know, in danger all the time. And number three, leaving is the most dangerous time for a woman. Well, of course, because of the backlash. It doesn't matter what side you're going to get it. Nope. And it doesn't matter what you say to them. As soon as this person knows that you're not going to be their possession anymore, then they will turn on you with vehemence and anger. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're no good to them. You're nothing to them. They don't need you no more. They would rather see you dead at that mm-hmm. point in time. That's exactly how I feel about it. I think it could happen to any woman across any lines. And what would you say when you're starting to date a guy? What would be the things that you would look for to say, hey... Stop, slow down, slow this relationship down. And maybe it's falling in love too fast. It feels too good when you're from an abused background. If that happens, definitely stop what you're doing and think about it. Right. What would you have to say, Amanda? Think about how you felt when you fell in love with these controlling, narcissistic, abusive men. I mean, it's just like one tumble after another tumble. Like, really, like, it rewires you completely. And how do you think that that makes you feel when you're out in the world by yourself? How do you feel like preparing to go out into the world without this person now? So for me, it was hard. I'm not going to sit there and lie because I was in the comfort of a home like at that point, you know, but I had to start all over again. Like it was a struggle not being able to just necessarily have things fall into place like I lost a child because of it yep and the weird thing I know with Shanann and old fuckface Watts there Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that he was the major money maker but in a lot of these relationships it's the women that are functioning at home and doing everything plus being the major majority breadwinners in these families and these narcissists it's are perfectly happy to let the women do that. Right, and it's definitely a culture. It is a culture. It's a culture that has created itself to be more present than what it was in, like, our parents' ages. Mm -hmm. 
I think because back then there was an expectation, just like back in caveman days where women mm-hmm. were supposed to be, you know, take at home and take care of the kids and men were supposed to get out there and kill animals. Now in the dad's time, it was like, okay, that we don't need you killing animals anymore, but we do need you to go out there and provide for your family. And within that, women became locked into extreme domestic violence situations Mm -hmm. as well with no ability to be able to change that, no financial, nothing. I mean, you were stuck in the rest of your life. I mean, if you got into a bad one, what was the saying? You made your bed, now you lay in it. That was what happened if you picked the wrong one. And now, for whatever reason, men are okay because women have asserted their rights, so to speak, and it does have backlash. Anything has a backlash, but now they're like, okay, bitches, you want to talk about it? You can do it all. Let's do it all. You can fry bacon up in a pan. Right? Go make the phone call. Text about the three-hour meeting that's later. Yep, you know, wear high heels and have sex all night with me. Well, let's see it, bitch. Get up and do it. So I think that's part of the culture that's been created in this feministic society. Mm-hmm. Instead of being more like people need to be equals or partners in a relationship. I know nobody functions 100% of a relationship in giving. Sometimes you got shit going on in your head, you can't. You give 60%. Other person continues to give. The thing I think with women is once we make a commitment... We stick to that like no fucking tomorrow. Once you marry us, they know this. They know this. All they have to do is marry us, and they can just do whatever the fuck they please. And I think that's just generally what it is. And Mm -hmm. if it means, you know, staying at home and expecting you to work, that's what it is. Or if it's being a trophy wife and you have to look like arm candy every day on the day, it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what these housewives of New York City, Atlanta, Peach Farm, right. shit, or wherever the fuck they are, and they come from, they're doing. What the hell? The air of control that's mm-hmm. exuded by most of these men is atrocious. Yes. And they set an example for these young women that are they watching do. these movies. They do. And what what is it that Texas Comfort, Texas Gold? I live on the old side. (laughs) These people are incredibly not real. No. And these, you know, the dating shows that you see, I don't know. This, I do really feel, hits really close to home. It hits close to home for a lot of women. Leaving abuse is extremely difficult and costly. And with a narcissist, deadly. Um... If there was any time to really that I had to really watch out for myself and worry about being killed, it was then. Or if there was an attempt, it was definitely then. Because then you become the biggest piss of shit on the world, and all bets are off. Did you lose your identity? No. I think that was part of it. Because when I started feeling like I was an appendage, an arm to mm-hmm. a body, I started getting very bitchy-like. <laughs> And and then it was off to the races. The fights were just happening. And that happened both times. And so, I don't know where I come from. You know, I did a lot of research after my divorce. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to fuck up like that again. 
I did all this trauma research, all this inner child fucking bullshit. And I believe in all of that. I still believe in it now. Um, but as broken as I was, I guess, or as I am, or whatever the fuck it is, I have a sign like on me that says victimology or come to be victimized here or whatever it is about me and my personality. Um, that makes men identify that or abusers identify in that in me. I can't quite identify it in myself, what that is. But it's something about me that they're able to identify. And considering the background that I come from, it's not entirely surprising. But I had done so much work, like for two years, trying to figure out how to pick a better man. And in doing so, much as I had been warned, I ran right into the the arms of a killer. I mean, he was a psychopathic narcissist murderer and would like gladly have liked to have wiped me off the earth. Where the other one hated me enough to kill me at the end, he really didn't, didn't want to go to jail for it. This one, pretty sure he thought he could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking difference. <laughs> but that's also his other background playing into a factor. Oh, yes. Oh, I do He's know. He's trained that way. I know that. But I also know that he committed a lot of war crimes at the same time, too. Mm-hmm. Not okay. No. Not okay. No. And I know mine, when, mine is a little off the charts. But like I said, I had done so much work to try to mm-hmm. avoid being in this situation and, you know, basically ran into the arms of danger because I thought, A, background checks had been done. Um, B, I had talked to, like, you know, ex-wife and stuff like that. I wasn't really hearing anything bad back. And I don't know what I could have done, but there has to be something more. And for you women out there, slow the fuck down. Slow your roll. Check your shit out. That's why they had long engagements back in the day. Even if you're in love with this guy, don't start living with him right away. Keep your energy and your power until you're sure. I don't know what else to say about it. What would you say, Amanda? I would just say the exact same thing. Like, be very cautious nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know who somebody truly is. I mean, there's so many of these situations where these men are married, mm-hmm. pretending like they're not. <clears throat> Having, you know, the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know, or... Cake and eat it, too. You know, like this Brandon fuckhead laundry guy, mm-hmm. you know, totally controlled this lady. They right. said because of her age, she was better or should have known better. No, that's not how it goes. It could be any age. It could happen to anybody at any time. It happens to movie stars. I'm sure it happens to presidents' wives, too. Mm-hmm. We just haven't heard about it. It happens to every walk of life. And I guess the only thing I can say about that is definitely check out your men beforehand. How how would you think they need to check them out, Amanda? What Um, would you say? How to slow your roll? I honestly would just say just slow it down. Don't go quick. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to be swiping left. Like, don't swipe right. But take your time and really get to know what you really want out of the relationship. I mean, and I don't think it matters if you meet somebody online or somebody in Mm -mm. person. You know, everybody talks about online being more dangerous. Not if you started out correctly. Meet in a crowd, you know, don't allow yourself to become Mm -hmm. alone with these people right away. You know, bad people are everywhere. So just tread with caution. And I guess um, we've covered everything we have to talk about tonight. 
And we'll be back to update you and let you know our thoughts and feelings in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, stay true to your true clues. Thank you for stopping by and see you next Monday.